0: This is Fox 2 News and News 11, the power of 2 at 6 a.m. Police block off this intersection in front of the Enterprise Center this morning to investigate a fatal crash, what police are saying about the cause.
2: Working to protect cybersecurity after hackers shut down the Regional Justice Information Service last month, the action by the St. Louis County Council.
0: Scott Air Force Base helps us realize we're part of the whole world. A look at the potential role Scott Air Force Base could play in any military support provided to Israel. We'll tell you all about that on Fox News in the morning at 6. It is now the power of 2 at 6. Good morning on this Wednesday, October 11th. I'm Ty Hawkins in for John Pertzport.
2: I'm Blair Lede. Thank you for waking up with us. We're taking a live look now at our Together Credit Union roof cam. Everything looking good right now. But Angela Huddy says... We can expect some changes uh pretty soon what time uh you you can see the
3: rain coming down there from our roof camera so we've got rain we've got thunderstorms and in a couple of spots we've had some hail this morning across parts of the st louis area as you can see the lights kind of dancing with some of the raindrops there on the camera this morning so we are definitely going to be watching out for showers and storms out the door to the bus stop this morning, want to give you a quick update on our strongest storm right now. The hail producing storm that has moved out of Gasconade County is working its way across Franklin County this morning. This storm is weakening a bit, but you can see here, especially in the Union and St. Clair areas right along Highway 50. Now starting to move along that Highway 30 corridor and right along I-44, there's quite a bit of lightning and some heavy rain right now. So in spots, heavy rain at times, some lightning this morning, some thunder maybe waking you up. So let's be ready for a shower or thunderstorm at the bus stop this morning. Won't rain all morning, but that chance will be around by this afternoon. That warm front is through and our temperatures are going up. We're going to be near 80 degrees for a high this afternoon. Warm couple of days ahead, but not the case for the weekend. We'll have your full outlook coming up in just a few minutes.
4: And I am starting to see some wet roadways across our region, but right now, no active traffic incidents that will slow you down any more than normal. But I do want to give you an update. We'll have this story coming up in just a few minutes, but uh, we have a very serious crash going on in downtown St. Louis. And Laura Simon has been on this for most of the morning. And right now, the update that we have is more folks get out and about this morning that uh, intersection at 14th and Spruce is closed and it could impact also drivers trying to get onto westbound 64 from that intersection at the Enterprise Center as well. So again, we'll have more on this coming up right now. Time Blair.
0: Thank you, Amelia. Let's get right to that. St. Louis Metropolitan Police are on the scene of that deadly crash.
2: I well, have the Power of Two's Laura Simon live from downtown and Laura, what are the latest updates on this situation?
4: Blair and Ty, the morning commute is certainly starting to pick up, as Amelia mentioned. Traffic is actually being diverted from 14th on to Spruce because this crash happened on Clark and 14th, just outside of the Enterprise Center. It is a messy situation, to say the least. It appears there's a box truck and a car involved, and we just watched within the last 30 minutes, crews cut um, apart the car essentially to possibly recover someone uh, who had passed away outside of the car so that's the latest from here but we want to show you some video to give you a closer vantage point of what this all looks like so as you're looking at this video you can see that box truck you see this maroon vehicle as well looks like some sort of a sedan that was smashed into a light pole mangled up pretty badly when we got here there was an ambulance out here several fire trucks and police cars as well we still have quite a bit of emergency crews here on the scene working to investigate this and also Uh, clean up the wreck that happened shortly after 3.30 this morning. Police do confirm one person is dead. They have not confirmed which vehicle the person died in, but we did see them working to get someone apparently trapped inside that sedan out just around 5.30 this morning with how badly that car is smashed up. It would be a pretty difficult process from my imagination. Police do have 64 West blocked off at this time as well, so this is a pretty busy area But we are here on 14th and Spruce where traffic is being diverted this morning as the accident reconstruction team with St. Louis Metropolitan Police continues to investigate just exactly what happened. But one person is dead. Two vehicles involved will bring you the latest details as we continue to gather more information. Reporting live downtown this morning, I'm Laura Simon.
0: Thank you, Laura. Scott Air Force Base could play a major role in military support the U.S. provides to Israel. The base provides command and control for all logistics of the U.S. military. This includes mid-air refueling and patient air evacuations. Global mobility for the purpose of war readiness is the primary mission. Illinois House member Charlie Meyer represents the district right next to the base. He says serving at the base involves being prepared for immediate changes. They risk their lives for us. And how can you ever thank somebody enough for that? To be ready, ready to go at a second's notice, and uh, you know nobody expected what happened in Israel to happen. And look how fast that changed. Meyer says the base is also an important part of the St. Louis and southwestern Illinois economies. Many service members are also active members of neighboring communities, joining local organizations and supporting their communities.
2: Six oh four is the time right now. The St. Louis County Council approves. Spending millions of dollars to help improve the county's cybersecurity systems. Now, this is after hackers breached an important law enforcement system last month. The Power of Two's Chris Renier is live in Clayton this
1: morning to explain. Chris. Blair, good morning to you. This was a pretty big financial move by the St. Louis County Council last night. Council members approving to spend $5 million. To beef up the county's cybersecurity system. We are just outside the main county building here. This is where that meeting was held last night. And we can show you some video from that county council meeting. Council member Ernie Tracas was a main sponsor of the measure described as an emergency appropriation. Tracas saying the funds will be used for improvements, including figuring out and fixing weaknesses in the county's systems, buying new technology, and hiring consultants to transfer information technology capabilities from servers to the cloud. Trake is conceding that the $5 million will basically drain the county's emergency savings, but Trake has made the case that the major expense is worth it to shore up the county's cybersecurity systems against any future attacks. Council members approving the measure unanimously This all came to the forefront after a cyber attack last month targeted the regional justice information system commonly known as Regis. That computer system is used to look up court cases, issue charges, and process people who are in custody at jails. The cyber attack causing the Regis system to temporarily shut down for a time last month. Our Post-Dispatch partners reporting that during the hack, the county was booking and releasing people from jail on paper instead of doing it electronically. A Regis spokesperson telling us last month that it did not appear that any sensitive information was taken or released. We understand the Regis system was down for at least 24 hours. For now, live in Clayton, I'm Chris Fournier. Thank you, Chris.
2: Well, in this morning's you pay for it. Some people in University City are still hoping for a flood buyout, while others in the same neighborhood have received just that. Those along Wilson Avenue were slammed in the powerful floods in July 2022. Well, University City hoped to buy out 300 homes, but they had to cut that request down to 14. That request still has not been approved by the Fed. While homeowners on Wilson Avenue are still waiting for help, the owner of an apartment complex in U-City is getting $3.2 million in a federal flood buyout. University City applied for the money in a national competition and was one of the winners in our area. University City Manager Gregory Rose says they have no control over the approval process.
0: So what about like the residents along Wilson? Do you have the funding to for that
2: buyout? We've made an application, uh, again, with uh, SEMA and FEMA, a different pot of money uh, for that. That application is still going uh, through the process at the federal level. Uh, We hope to get some response from them uh, pretty soon, but that is a uh, process that we don't control. Two other uh, cities besides University City want a share of the special federal flood money. Ladue got 3.5 million to buy out six homes, and Webster Groves got nearly 600 thousand for two residential properties.
0: St. Louis City announces a new program to help hundreds of struggling families. The city's Guaranteed Basic Income pilot program will offer $500 a month to about 540 households, all about 18 months. The goal is to help parents and guardians who meet certain requirements. Those who qualify must be below the federal poverty level, and have lost money because of the pandemic. They must also have children in the St. Louis Public School District. Applications for the program open October 23rd.
2: Well, for the first time in more than 20 years, Missouri's governor is traveling to Japan on a trade mission. Governor Mike Parson says nearly half a billion dollars worth of goods were exported to Japan last year, including processed foods, chemicals, and electric. Uh, products. There are also 70 Japanese companies in Missouri, 13 Missouri companies in Japan, Missouri House Majority Leader John Patterson says the recent investment into the state's infrastructure can help keep one of the Missouri's largest trading partners. <laughs>
1: Because of Missouri's um, unique uh, waterways and and rail and uh, roads and our recent investment into I-70, I think they're very pleased to hear that, that they'll be able to move their products efficiently. And that's something that uh, every company has really uh, been happy to hear.
2: Governor Barson and his team, they're set to return tomorrow.